This is John and Robin Voiles of Celebrate Libraries. Our next New Ways to Dream podcast features an interview with Courtney Tedrick of Wheaton Public Library in Wheaton, Illinois. Courtney is the head of the library's Community Engagement Department. Courtney, thank you for joining us today. Please begin by describing how long you've worked at the library and in what positions. Um, I've been here at Wheaton Public Library for six years, this summer actually. Uh, I was first hired as reference librarian in the reference department, uh, and then uh, the director created this uh, department of community engagement, and I was fortunate enough to uh, become the department head of it, and this was about two years ago, so the department's been running for two years. And uh, I have worked at other libraries um, as a reference librarian in circulation as well uh, since graduating from uh Graduate school at Dominican University in, back in Chicago, at, uh, River Forest. River Forest. Yes, uh, right. back in 2011. So, so yeah, and this was my uh, first full-time job, and was hired in 2013, and and I love it here. So, are there similarities between your former and current positions in terms of public contact and services provided? I was definitely doing a lot of the things I'm doing now as a reference librarian, but while working the reference desk for up to 20 hours a week, which made it challenging. But now, uh, and I have two staff members as well, so that is very helpful. So we're able to go out into the community more and uh, partner with community organizations and local groups uh, to share resources and just get the word out about the library and other nonprofits. And Mm -hmm. we partner on programs and things. And I was doing adult programming as a reference librarian, and now we are doing adult programming and more and more programs since we have more flexibility to do so. And we are doing more community events. We're at the French market once a month when the French market season's going on. And uh, we also have our arts and culture center on the main floor. Uh, we have a monthly rotation of artists so and uh, local organizations that uh, fill up our display cases with mm-hmm. things related to their organization or art or collections. Okay. So, so, yeah, we are doing a lot. It's an active active calendar. I was looking at your website and it's great because things are always changing. So you're having concerts Mm -hmm. and and all sorts of things. Are they on the the library grounds or at the park? Yes. So we do monthly concerts um, during the the regular year. Um, We have Sunday concerts um, in our large meeting room on the lower level. Um, And then in the summertime, June, July, August, we have them outside on our West Plaza overlooking the park. And they're very popular. They attract uh, residents of all ages, and it's just a really good time uh, when the weather is nice uh, to have a great concert. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Who organizes and curates the art exhibits? So I do have a staff member that took over uh, that role, um, the community engagement coordinator. Um, But we, I actually started... uh, working on the gallery walls down down in the Arts and Culture Center when I was in the reference department. And it was challenging to meet with artists while being on the desk, but now I have a full-time person that's part of their responsibility. So we reach out to local artists, we reach out to local organizations, many of them who know local artists, and pretty much anyone who is interested can give us samples of their work and if we find it appropriate for the library we sign them up for a month and they 
come in and put their work up and then come back and take it down and and then we go on with the cycle. So, and then we also have local organizations that fill up the display cases as well and who do art programs. Uh, for example, NAMI DuPage, which is the National Alliance for Mental Illness. Oh, sure. They have an art therapy program and one month they uh, put their students' artwork up on the walls and it's a great uh, partnership and a way to highlight their organization and to provide beautiful art in the library. The library seems like a great venue. What types of music do you present? We actually do a variety, and that's part of the fun in my job because I do hire all of our musicians and performers, um, including lectures and pretty much all of the hiring uh, for uh, adult programming presenters. I do that. But yeah, for the music, we do try to include a variety, um, different cultural music, you know, we do classical, we'll do oldies, uh, cover bands, especially in the summertime. Um, this month we have um, a Caribbean uh, tropical band with steel drums for the oh, summer. And then in August we have a uh, Johnny Cash and June Carter tribute band. And then this this year, um, I'm almost done scheduling for the year, but we've got uh, classical guitarists, we've got a jazz ensemble, and then a couple that um, are going to be performing music from the 50s. Mm. And then we usually try to do a Celtic band around St. Patrick's Day in March, and basically just try to give a variety of music uh, for the patrons. So. And in the art, um, in your art exhibitions, mm -hmm. are they... Across the board, are they three-dimensional? Are they two-dimensional? Are they craft-oriented? Are they photography-oriented? Same with the music. We try to include a variety. We do have two gallery walls as well as a three-panel movable wall that we acquired through a grant through the DuPage Foundation. So we have lots of space for two-dimensional framed art or canvas art. And then we do also have three display cases for three-dimensional art. And it can be photographs, it can be watercolors, it can be um, figurines. We have one patron who likes to display her collection of antique valentines in February. Nice. So it really runs the gamut of different uh, mediums. So. I was struck the moment we walked into the building how beautiful the display panels were against the wall. They were glass. I think they were maybe posters. I can't think. Yeah. Our acrylic wall went right yes. when you walk in. So oh. that's a new addition. Um, we just had some renovation done um, last winter, and that was part of it. Right behind it is our book nook, and that is uh, run by the Friends of the Library, which is a very wonderful, active group of volunteers okay. that run our book sales. Nice. And, um, yeah, that acrylic wall that was added there. So our marketing department creates signs for it of what's going on that quarter. So nice. It's, very, it's beautifully done. Yes, yes, we love it. <laughs> Where do the programming ideas come from? Um, we always have new ideas coming in. We're open to new ideas. Generally, we go kind of by season. You know, like I said, St. Patrick's Day, we try to do a Celtic band mm -hmm. um, or an anniversary. So we do have a lecture coming up on the moon landings in honor oh. of um, Apollo 11, sure. uh, 50th anniversary, or, you know, anything that's trending. If we can find a speaker on that subject, we will we'll go seek them out. But a lot of times we have a lot of speakers and presenters that our patrons just absolutely love. 
and ask me to bring them back. And many of them do a variety of topics, so we will bring them back one or two times a year, and the patrons just, just love them. So. Do, the, do you contact the writers? Do they contact you? How does that work? If a writer, if a, a writer, an author were to, <coughs> to speak? We actually don't do a whole lot of uh, book signings, local author talks, okay. Okay. but we do a big local author fest. We actually just oh. did it for the first time last spring, and it oh. was very successful. We brought in over 30 local authors, hmm. and they were able to sell their books and just communicate with and engage the community. And Great. So, and do you ever have poetry readings or story time? Story. Um, we don't. We I've been wanting to do poetry readings for Poetry Month, but we just haven't gotten there yet. Um, and as far as story times, we don't do that for adults generally. We kind of leave that to the children's department. Our patrons, what they love, obviously music. They love music. They love history, especially local history. So we do a lot of history lectures. We do a lot of art lectures. Um, arts and crafts, DIY, make and take programs are very popular. They fill up very quickly. So, you know, we'll do we'll do those. And we do a lot of uh, dramatic performances as well. Oh. Just last night we had um, one of our regular performers that we bring back a few times a year. She portrayed Grace Kelly which fit in with our theme, Showtime, our summer reading theme, Showtime at the library. So she uh, she acted as Grace Kelly for about 45 minutes oh, and nice. gave a nice uh, dramatic portrayal. So I wanted to ask you about the strategic plan 2019-2020 and its uh, potential impact on programming. One part that we're involved in is um, making use of the space in the library and really defining it. So I've been focusing on our Arts and Culture Center and doing more programming in that space um, because we have the advantage that it's very open, it's on the main floor, and it's very accessible and visible to the public if they're walking by um, versus our meeting rooms that are on the lower level that are a little more out of the way. So we've been doing more art receptions in that space, which we found to be successful um, for our current exhibit downstairs right now. It's focusing on refugees and their stories, and that was a big exhibit for us. And yes. we had a, a really great artist reception in there and uh, we did an art contest for the community and had a big reception for the art contest winners and where were the where are the was it refugees in general or was it a specific group was it refugees coming to Illinois or DuPage County or Wheaton I believe or? most of them uh, lived in Minnesota the oh. artist uh, Jim James Bowie um, interviewed them and photographed them and I believe most of them were in uh, Minnesota okay um, and they are the subjects that he uh, contacted so it's it's basically just a general group but um, it was a very, very powerful exhibit, and he gave a presentation that was very well attended and Great. was just very powerful, and he brought two refugees to um, to, to, discuss, to answer questions from the sure. audience and tell their story, hmm. and that was a really great partnership for us because a big part of what our department does is we work with local organizations mm -hmm. and uh, World Relief, which is a Christian-based um, nonprofit that 
basically acclimates refugees because Wheaton does have a large refugee population oh, okay. that come in and they just really acclimate them to the U.S., um, get them ESL classes, make sure they have clothing and furniture, things like that. Are we so, all right. is the, and is the library part of that? or? Well, we, they, we partner with them. Okay. So they promoted this exhibit and um, promoted the program, and they came the night of the program and had a table to, to talk about their organization. So that we were really happy with that partnership. So, um, so, so yeah, we've been doing more programs in the Arts and Culture Center. We're doing some TED Talks in there next month and this fall um, to really just invite uh, the community to engage with one another to talk about the themes and the topics of the TED Talks. Mm -hmm. um, and another part of the strategic plan that we're working on is serving um, underserved patrons in the area, which could be ESL students and ELL populations. Okay. And uh, there's a low-income apartment complex um, in Whedon that we are trying to bring more library materials to them, to sign them up for library cards because it's difficult for them to get to the library. Sure. So we have been trying that this summer, and we hope to do more of that uh, to other underserved populations. So, Great. What about goals for next year? We are definitely still going to be focusing on that strategic plan going into 2020. Okay. Um, and then after that, we'll have to see what we accomplished and then what is next. But um, we are very busy just preparing for this fall programming because we do have a lot on our plate, <laughs> which always seems to be the case. Um, we're wrapping up summer reading program for adults. And then September is library card sign-up month, so we'll be promoting library cards, and we've got a whole slew of programs. Um, we're partnering, partnering with a lot of our local organizations. One uh, program we're excited about is with the DuPage Art League. We're going to be featuring their art demonstrations here at the library and opening that up to the public. Sort of an open studio day. Yeah, so they're going to bring in. Yeah, and they used to do this at their location, but they were in need of a new location, and they came to us, and it just seemed like a natural fit. So yeah. I really think the patrons will enjoy that. So What a great idea. So, yeah, we've got a lot coming up. And a few things, we're doing a sleep workshop with a sleep expert to talk about getting better sleep. We're doing a cooking demo for holiday canapes, um, an old-time radio performance, mm. wow. and a screening of Phantom of the Opera with mm. a live organist accompaniment. Yeah. Very fun. Yes. We did that last year with um, Nosferatu, and it was very popular and just a very unique and cool program, so... So yeah, we are excited and basically always busy working on the next thing. So it sounds like a labor of love. Yes. Busy, yes. hard at work, but really yes. a lot of rewards. Yes. It's it's a lot of fun. Our department, we have a lot of fun. So what sort of response do you get from the public regarding the programming? Usually people just really They'll tell me how much they enjoyed the programs and thank us for offering them, okay. and it's all for free. So I was going to say, I, we do a lot of computer classes, and that's Dana and Adult Services, and I have heard um, patrons come back and say, you know, I was able to sell something on eBay from taking this class, or I got a job taking this mm -hmm. class. My programs are a little more on the fun and uh, entertaining side sure. but I always get a lot of great feedback from patrons and they just they just really enjoy that we offer these 
programs for free for them. So, so yeah, it's, it's very rewarding to hear that they enjoy it and they really do get a lot out of the library as a whole. Is your team involved in book clubs? All three of our staff, myself included, we all do a book club and, uh, or just always doing more programs and just trying to get out into the community to engage with uh, residents. Oh, so. Do you have a favorite favorite writer? Do you have a writer that you really enjoy? enjoy or? Oh, it's hard. It's way too hard for me to pick one favorite author. Oh, my gosh. Uh, a certain uh, genre? Or? Uh, I love historical fiction, so... I'm currently working through the Outlander series, but they're so long, and I also have an almost two-year-old at home, so it's hard for me to read. So basically, lately, I've just been reading my book club books, and I do a book club for new moms that meets Mm -hmm. at um, a local restaurant downtown, so it's kind of a way to bring the book club out, and new moms and 20s and 30-year-olds are a tough group to reach so this was our way to reach uh, that demographic the new moms who maybe don't come to the library except for story time so Mm -hmm. yeah Courtney thank you very much this is John Robin Boyles of Celebrate Libraries we're at Wheaton Public Library speaking with department heads of the library and we've just finished speaking with Courtney Tidrick she is the department head of community engagement Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time. You're welcome. Thank you.